up, everybody? Your boy Dave is not here. Not here. <laughs> I pointed at you. <laughs> I'm the hype man, Shane, and I'm not very hype because Dave's not here. It's not Dave's fault. It's our fault. We're sad boys. For licking too many doorknobs. Yep. People getting sick and stuff. I agree to that. I don't know. You're just like, yeah, I like no, I like doorknobs. <laughs> uh, I'm helps, talking to him. Helps oh. me get a check every month. On uh, <laughs> I'm talking that's a to deep him on joke. Messenger. You got to be poor to get that one. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so anyway, this is the DQP Weekly, where we talk about news, movie news, entertainment news, uh, deaths, and video games, and all kinds of shit. Yeah. This is Russell. I'm Love Muscle, the WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, we're just going to fuck all of this up. <laughs> we need you, Dave. We need you so bad. Our monitoring system also decided to stop working today, so not having headphones is going to fuck us up. Yeah, I'm just eating the mic, so if I sound fucking <laughs> horrible, I'm sorry. I'm also sorry to bury our editor, because he's probably just like, what the fuck are you doing, Shane? Stop it. <laughs> I'm louder than anyone else, and I'm just putting my lips right on this motherfucker. Just, <laughs> It's great. <clears throat> You know, not to add to the chaos, I also only slept like four hours today, so... <laughs> or four hours and less. Since like... 39? Old. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Yeah. That's good for you. Yeah, super healthy. Uh, So, yeah. It's just us two today. Yeah. And it's probably going to be a shorter episode. Depends on how distracted we get in the middle. Yeah. Um, but you got headlines, right? I do. I have headlines. Right. Headlines. A segment. A segment. Sonic With the Hedgehog. <laughs> we really ran with that beginning. Just like a certain blue hedgehog. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 sets a release date. Uh, December 20th, 2024. I understood that reference. A third. A third movie. Yeah, it's redonkulous. If you'd have told me when the first movie came out, with the first trailer that was released. Yeah, yeah. That we would be on movie three. If you had told anyone after that first trailer <laughs> released. Also, if you guys don't know, in in the uh, Chip and Dale movie, the ugly Sonic makes an appearance and he's like a legit character. Like, actually in the movie, not just a cameo. Yeah. I still need to watch that. Yeah. That's like the only part that I've seen. Oh, is it? <laughs> We watch movies, guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. That movie looked real weird, but apparently it's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Local reviews would have you believe it is a good movie. Yeah. I mean, like, actual reviews that I read, like, not, like, random people. Oh. I mean, cool. I still just need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, same. Like, it's Chip and we Dale. Just, Why like, haven't I watched it We should stare at each other uncomfortably more often during this show, just not saying anything. It's great. It's great, you know, video and audio content. So if Dave doesn't listen to this episode, <laughs> next week, we're going to let Dave just talk the whole episode. We're just going to stare at each other. And it's going to be the best 
hour and 40 minute bit you've ever seen. Yeah. Because Dave's not going to know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. All right, I'm up in. next, I'm going to kill the vibe a little bit. The vibe is dead. <laughs> I mean, there's at least a vibe. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now I'm, now I'm going to kill it. Bring it down. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher says he's lucky to be alive after battling a rare form of vasculitis that temporarily le- temporarily left him blind, deaf, and unable to walk. Yeah, I saw something about that. This happened two years ago, but he recently opened up about it to Bear Grylls. Uh, it took almost a full year for his senses to return. According to Mayo Clinic, vasculitis refers to inflammation of blood vessels, which can cause restricted blood flow. There are many types of vasculitis, and most of them are rare. The condition can be short-term or long-lasting. The clinic also notes. Does Bear Grylls have a talk show now? Uh, <laughs> Were they just, like, hanging out, drinking their piss, like... Hey, man, so you know I almost died like two years ago from like vasculitis, right? So, yeah, uh, let me... <laughs> I thought you knew this was a thing. I was relying on you to know what the no. fuck it was. <laughs> no. Bear Grylls show. Yeah, it's called Running Wild with Bear Grylls. Is it? What is it? It's a TV show on National oh. Geographic. Wow, that's informative. Thank you. If you guys know what the fuck this show actually is, if they're just like, yeah, it's like fucking uh, Bob Vila it, or something. He like goes to camp in their yard and they talk about their lives or some shit. Email us, draftyq at gmail.com. Um, you don't need to do that. I mean, because, you should do that anyway. I mean, you can. If you've seen it, let us know if it's good. I've never watched it. Um, but so apparently he takes people on survival skill tests out in the wild. Okay. And it's basically is like an interview. This one is the one I'm staring at is with Channing Tatum. So uh, Tatum update. <laughs> oh, my God. We haven't had a, we haven't had a Tatum date in a while. Uh, there is an episode of uh, the Bear Girls show uh, with Channing Tatum in it. On a survival nature hike thing. He's also in Hail Caesar. Huh. That's interesting. He tab dances in Hail Caesar. Like, for a long time. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I, I think Channing Tatum is wildly talented and just wants to be funny at this point. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I got for that one. Okay. All right. This next one. Uh, I don't think that killed the vibe. Okay. Me interrupting I mean, you was, probably is destroying the vibe, though. I was, <laughs> I was reading that, and I was like, holy shit. Like, if you just wake up one day, and you can't see, and you can't hear, and you can't walk, like... I would die. I Because you guys wouldn't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It'd be like 6 o'clock that afternoon, you'd be like, Shane has not come out of his room all day. Hmm. We come down and like there's some flies buzzing around my fucking corpse. I'm, I, I mean, if that particular situation happened to you, I'm pretty sure, like, I would hear you screaming because <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what else do you do when I you wake know. up and you're like, can you talk? Deaf? <laughs> I mean, I, I assume you don't just meet. Like, I don't want to make the noise. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I assume like if you've been able to talk your whole life, you don't just like. <laughs> 
<laughs> lose that ability, but maybe I don't know. start popping rounds off into the wall or some shit. Like, yeah. why is Shane shooting downstairs? We should not go down there. I would exit the house. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably text you, but you wouldn't be able to see it. No, I wouldn't be able to. So I don't know how we would communicate. Yeah. I guess I could call you, but that's gross. Yeah. Who calls people? Yeah. Ew. Uh, <laughs> all right let's move on don't call people text <laughs> be a real person yeah if you're gonna call me text me first yeah be like hey are you free can i call you yeah do you want to not are you are you uh socially available <laughs> to to handle a phone call no never okay <laughs> then text <laughs> same here i like socially available my, I have no spoons left. Spoons are gone. They aren't oh, even God, empty. The They're just gone. I don't have any spoons anymore. I can't scoop you out. You should probably go buy some silverware. <laughs> We're in weird moods today. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Not Just having read the, the next headphones. Fucking headline. Not having the headphones makes this feel fake. <laughs> we're just sitting here talking to my phone that's not even recording. Like that's what we're. That's what we feel like. Now I have to check to make sure we've actually been recording this. <laughs> God, I hope so. Oh my God, look at him. He, I like instilled this weird anxiety in him. Like when we started doing the show on on camera the very first time i was like are you sure it's recording <laughs> he got up like three times the first time we recorded one of these episodes jesus christ i, I don't want to be the wedding photographer that forgot to took the lens off nobody does yeah <clears throat> but you don't have to become ocd about it that tell that to my anxiety monster no i know no, I I understand. <laughs> it's just like you know, somebody's got to be well adjusted. <laughs> it's not us, apparently. I'm not so sure anyone is anymore. Uh, Better adjusted. You know who might be who? Giancarlo Esposito, because he has one of the best ideas I've ever heard. Oh yeah. Uh, he's confirmed that he is in talks with Marvel. But he has been very open about hopefully being able to pl to play Professor X. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch. I'm here for it. I'd watch that. I see. I seen the initial offer was for potentially playing Magneto. But like we've seen this guy play villains. Yeah. He would be a great Magneto. But like I want to see what sure. he does with Professor X, especially since I'd that's watch. who he wants to play. I mean, I would watch that. Yeah. I would too. I'd be down for it. Uh, and, then, and then when everyone bitches about having a black actor play Professor X because, you know, mutants aren't a, an analogy for civil rights or anything. No, not um, at all. We can be mad all over again. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, plus, like, like, and I, I think even, even, uh, you know, Ian McKellen they were pushing it with the timeline uh, yeah. of uh, because like Magneto Magneto's heritage is more important than Professor Xavier's right yeah um, 
and he was supposed to have like survived the Holocaust basically. Yeah. Uh, which would make sense with, uh, Esposito because like they could do some kind of, um, South American, uh, tragedy or you know whatever they wanted to do that way yeah but i mean he could just as easily play professor xavier because again professor xavier's heritage isn't what matters about him it matters that he is basically the mutant martin luther king yeah (laughs) like yeah um like yeah i I really want this he's like mlk and like magneto is like a more evil Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. Yeah. Because he's not even actually evil. Just like a little bit. Yeah. I mean, initially he was a bad guy, but like eventually he was, he was like one of the original like, yeah. oh if, fuck, if you, this bad guy, this bad guy in air quotes is right. If you go far enough left, you get your guns back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, anyway, <laughs> this is going real weird. But yeah, I would love to see him as Professor Xavier. I would, and if they use him as Professor Xavier, I would be really interested to see who they had as Magneto. Fuck it, Brian Cranston, just mash them up again. Yes, <laughs> it's breaking X Men. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> so uh so who's jesse playing uh toad no <laughs> no he's got to play like a real character he's got to play somebody yeah. somebody important he's got to play either like like he's got to play like he's not like manly enough to play cyclops i don't think yeah he's not I don't know that manly is the right term, but I get what you're saying. Like he's he doesn't not, have like the right. He's not resolute enough, yeah. Either like to play, like personality wise, to play. He could play like Fabian Cortez on yeah. the other side. If you did the asteroid M and Alkalite stuff, uh, Acolyte, however the fuck. There's not an L in that. I've always said that wrong. I I've always said yeah, that word I mean, wrong. Always, my whole life. I would. I would also say he could play Angel. He could play, but like, I feel like he that's going to be too close to like Ben Foster's iteration of Angel. Yeah, or he could play Bobby. Uh, but I feel like those are easy. Bobby, Iceman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends on where they put. Because I feel like on how I feel they do like Bobby and what X Men Warren they do. Bobby Pyro. Those are like the easy ones for yeah. to, to put him on. Yeah. The real question is, who does Walt Jr. play? <laughs> Nobody. Don't put him in it. <clears throat> and don't put his wife in it either. Fuck her. Uh, oh. Um. Hank could play Hank. Yeah. Or Blob. I mean, Hank should play the thing. He should. <laughs> he's basically like the. He's, he's like he's like the mid two thousands. Uh, what's his? Chickless. Yeah, chickless. Yeah. 
That'd be pretty great. Yeah. That'd be kind of funny. Because then at that point, it's like, why didn't you just bring Michael Chitless back? <laughs> Is he, like, I don't even know what the fuck he's doing. Dude, I don't either. Did he get canceled? That's my first question when I haven't seen an actor. I don't know. For a while. Maybe he just went away on his own. Maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe he made Sometimes a fuck ton of money happens. and then, like, went to go take care of his family. Maybe yeah. he Rick moranis it. Maybe. That, that That's always interesting to me when that happens. Yeah. I didn't actually want to be an actor. I just thought it'd be easy money. Oh, cool for you. Shit on a lot of people's dreams. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next. Wow. Uh, <laughs> we're lacking willpower today, which means we wouldn't be a Green Lantern. Uh, the Green Lantern series is still very much alive at HBO Max, but... DC Anthology series Strange Adventures, which had Kevin Smith pinned for at least one episode, is now officially scrapped. Like animated series? A Green Lantern series? Yeah. No, I think it's live action. Yeah, it's been they when we first started this series. It was one of the early headlines. Oh, like a year ago? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, like, was it just, like, them announcing, hey, we might do this thing, and then they've been... Which, it could be good, like, because it could, like, if they're taking their time with it, it could be that, you know, they want it to be really good. Um, Yeah. I mean, so, basically, I think if Discovery... This is what Discovery needs to do, folks. Is that a soapbox that I see? Yes. Oh, we're on video, so... It's... Let me stand up. No. <laughs> um, so, everybody's mad that Discovery is cutting everything. They're just, they're basically fucking like slash and burning everything. Yeah. But at this point, they need to. Uh... Like, they need to get rid of everything. If they want the MCU... If they want to make the MCU, but DC. Which, I mean, everybody wants to make a billion dollars every two months. (laughs) I don't know why you wouldn't want to make a billion dollars every two months. Um, They need to have a plan from the start. Yeah. They can't just... And they also have to, like, build it. You, You... Go go on Reddit, you know, and look at the uh, Marvel Studios uh, subreddit. There's, like, every week somebody posts another uh, set of the timelines of, like, when each movie came out. And, you know, phase one leading up to Avengers was, you know, four years. And it was only, like, six movies. Yeah. So like, you know, you've got to, you've got to build this stuff out. You can't just, you know, start where Marvel is now. It doesn't work. And Marvel's having that problem themselves. Like they're, they're trying to rebuild after, you know, they've done 10 years of the stuff and they've got to let a bunch of people go or a bunch of people don't want to do it anymore or can't do it anymore or have died, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's it they're having a hard time they're having they're having the growing pains that they had before but they got used to the last 6 years of 
vibrance and just making money hand over fist, which they're still making money hand over fist. It's, there's nothing wrong there, but like they're having a lot of turmoil. Yeah. Um, nothing like what Warner Brothers has seen, though. Right. You know, Warner Brothers, they, they had an idea, and if they had stuck with it, they would be closer to where Marvel is now, but they gave up in the middle. Yeah. And they also tried to start too fast. Yeah. You know? And by in the middle, you mean in the middle of a production. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not even like they gave up. Like they're <laughs> yeah. like, ah, this isn't gonna work. Yeah. And they just gave up and redid everything and fucked it all up even worse. And then like they're like, Okay, well we're not doing it anymore. Only we already have these two guys signed up for two more movies and we're working on this other movie, so we're gonna finish those up and then it's gonna get delayed. And like right now we're looking at we're not doing any more Snyderverse, but we have two more Snyderverse movies coming out. Three more. Yeah. Like Shazam, Black Adam. Four more. Flash. Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, four. We have four more what? four more movies coming out to a dead extended universe. Why? <laughs> Why? So what what Warner Brothers Discovery needs needs to do is cancel all those movies. Sorry, guys. Uh, or just put them out. Put them out right now. Yeah. And give up all that stuff unless you're going to bring it back. Which, don't do that. Please, God, don't do that. I want it back. I want it to work. But it's it's done. You've already burned all the bridges. You know, you've got people that are pieces of shit that are involved with your your properties and if you recast them just redo it yeah so what you do is you go through all the stuff that you have in production everything that's in pre-production you build those into a shared universe and you start with one green lantern start with green lantern that's fine but don't make a shitty movie again yeah that's Uh, a Starting with a Green Lantern series would be great, and it would be yeah. easy. And make it good. Yeah, make it good. You know, follow the comics. There's, you know, you you know what has been enjoyed by the fans. If you go and talk to the people at DC that make the books, they know what's sold and what hasn't. Okay, and yeah. what will you know? What's been acclaimed and what hasn't for those these characters and what you should adapt. You know, it's green lantern stories aren't as well known as Superman stories and Batman stories. So you might do better. You might do worse. It just depends, but you need to commit to bringing that character up just like Marvel committed to bringing up the original Avengers. Yeah. You know, they were big characters, but they weren't sellers when they brought them up. No. When they did these movies. They were B-list comic characters. Yeah. The, but, you know, if you bring up Green Lantern, which Green Lantern's always been there in all the Justice League cartoons and all the cartoon movies and everything like that. Yeah. You did a movie before and you spent a bunch of money. I don't know what you spent it on other than Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> but you spent it. Um... Do it right. Do it right this time. And you can build your universe on that. And like you have other stuff that you, I know you have other stuff in 
in pre-production. You have to have other stuff in pre-production because you're not just going to sit on all this DC IP and bring it all together. You haven't, you know, I know that they were talking about these Batman movies, uh, the Reeves Batman movies being outside of an extended universe, but you haven't completely cut them off yet. They haven't had other stuff in them that makes them, you know, mutually exclusive. Yeah. Bring it in. It's worked. That movie worked. Bring it in. Bring it, bring it into the extended universe. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, slash and burn all the stuff that needs to die. Yeah. And bring in the new stuff and connect it and like get, hire somebody that is used to doing this kind of shit. Like Kevin Feige worked on this stuff for years, lower down the totem pole. If you, if you go back, you can go back all the way to the Raimi, uh, Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Kevin Feige's on there. Yep. Kevin Feige's name's in there. He's there. He's there. He's been working on this shit his whole life. Yeah. He has been there from the beginning of these, of, of the good comic book movies. Yeah. Um, it's going to be gun, man. I don't, it's going to be gun. It, you know, it could be gun. It could be somebody from comic books. Like, yeah. as long as, you know, they have a grasp of what they're talking about with movies. Yeah. Um, which that's going to be like the hard part is like them transferring their knowledge from being like the editor in chief yeah. or something to yeah. being, you know, somebody. I mean, that's, you could, you could also like, I mean, I don't know how wrapped have, up Goyer is going to be in like the Sandman stuff that's going on, but like you could, I mean, you could go get Goyer. Like he's got all the experience you need to come in and like do a shared movie universe. Like, yeah. You know? So like, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. They need somebody to come in with like a large vision that can really pull it together. Um, however, as Shane is telling you to cancel everything, please, for the love of God, do not cancel Todd Phillips Joker sequel. That's a musical. Um, because <laughs> I need that in my life. I mean, you you can cancel it. It's fine. Don't do it. I'm so excited Let's for it. Leak it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a fucking trash fire, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it is, I'm still I'm excited. Oh uh, no, it's totally to warm be my a, hands no, of that uh, trash fire. It's gonna be a trash fire, but the trash fire is warm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I feel about all that. Yeah. I get that. I I want I want good options. It was like I love the MCU, but I would love it if there was also an amazing Justice League series. Like, yeah. I would I would love it if there was what happened to the the, the like Chinese or Korean funded Valiant stuff that was going to happen. We're going to have like the fucking uh I can't remember any of the characters names. Oh, we had the Bloodshot movie. That was the only one we got because it was awful. Oh, yeah. Uh You know, we there was there's a lot of stuff with Valiant. You know, we could do we they could basically do anything. They could do everything. You know. Um we're gonna talk about Sandman. 
in a minute. I hope they do all the Vertigo stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. They could do image stuff. They could redo Spawn and all the stuff having to do with Spawn. I was gonna say it might Spawn also be is on time Netflix to, like, now. Revisit some of the Dark Horse stuff, like Dark Horse, yeah, yeah. I I I would love for there to be like seven fucking comic book universes yeah. that had you know vying for our attention yeah, so that, they're making the best product possible yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. cuz i mean that that competition yeah. is what is going to make good shit happen yeah that'd be good that'd be into it. you know if there was a image shared universe Yeah. We got one. We got one really good one. So, just like us on the hunt for another good shared universe, mm-hmm. Hulu has been on the hunt for its big breaking film because it hasn't really produced one yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hulu says now that Prey is its largest movie and or TV series premiere. Mm. The most hours logged. Okay. Good job. Good job, Hulu. Yeah, good for you, I guess. Yeah. We'll see if we feel the same after we watch it. Yeah, I mean, I super want to watch it. I just haven't yet. Up next for headlines. Up next for headlines. Do your eyes feel a little gritty? Why? Because the Sandman's here premiered at number one on Netflix. Dude, you fucked with me. <laughs> I got something in my eye! <laughs> Mr. Sandman! Uh, bring me a show. <laughs> Please don't put your sand in my eyes! <laughs> the Sandman premieres at number one on Netflix for viewing hours logged in the first week of August, even though the series released on August 5th. So the first week was from August 1st to August 7th. So in three days, it had the most hours logged for the week. Huh. Uh, that was pretty cool. That makes me happy that you guys are out there supporting this show. I mean, I don't know. I watched it in one day, so. I watched it in two sittings. I watched five hours, and then I watched five more hours I, the next I, day. I powered through the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll watch this. And then I had a much different attitude later. (laughs) (laughs) Which we'll talk about in just a second. Yeah. Uh, Season two of The Sandman is not officially confirmed by Netflix, but Gaiman cannot shut the fuck up about it. No. No, he can't. (laughs) Uh, Neil Gaiman is the creator of The Sandman. It was originally a graphic novel. came out in 87, 88, maybe 89. Uh, (laughs) I don't really remember. I'm struggling today. Uh, it ran for s- several years. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> it is super expensive for you to purchase uh, on the internet. Uh, you can get... There are three om- omnibus volumes, um, each of which are $120 a piece. Uh, so I didn't order those yet. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but Gaiman has said 
discussions surrounding season two, he has been saying fans aren't ready for what happens in season two. Mm. I wasn't ready for season one, actually, so you're probably correct. Sandman um, was published by DC Comics from 1989 to 1993, Vertigo Comics from 1993 to 2020, and DC Black Label from 2020 to present. There you go. Uh, there's also, he's also mentioned the potential for a spinoff series, which when you watch the show... It's You'll probably know who, who, what they're talking about. <laughs> Who's probably going to get the spinoff. So, uh, yeah. Actually, two. They talked about, they talked about two. Two spinoffs? Yeah. Well, one is like Sandman colon this other person books. Oh, yeah. And then the other one is just the other person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I would watch all of those things. Yeah, I I will be supporting uh, everything surrounding this. Uh, so that's going to bring an end to headlines, uh, but it is going to lead us to, obviously, Shane and I have both already finished the entire Sandman season one that yep. is out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to discuss it a little bit, and we're going to try not to spoil anything for you guys. Uh, if you haven't seen it... Um, which we should be pretty good at, whether or not you understand what we're talking about, uh, that's up in the air. Yeah, I don't know. He's <laughs> super concerned about us being just being like, "Yeah, you remember that part? Huh? <laughs> that's, that's so cool." <laughs> I don't. I don't think we do that really. But I don't know. <laughs> so we have ten episodes. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Where you want to start? Uh, I mean, just like general feeling about it. Um, I I think I was kind of I think I was into it, but I was a little ambivalent through the like the first episode. But then it really hooked me on the second and third episodes, and then I was just all on. I was I was having a wonderful time the rest of the rest of the show. Yeah. Um. I literally felt like I was dreaming sometimes, which was fucking weird as fuck. Uh, like, I don't do drugs. I felt like I was high as balls watching this show sometimes. <laughs> uh, I have a weird psychological thing with dreams, though. So, like, that m- might be one of the reasons that I super enjoyed this. Um, I think... 99% of the acting was fantastic. Probably 85 to 90% of the effects were perfect. Yeah. Um something that Russell said before I started watching it cuz he had watched the first 5 episodes before I started. Um that like some of some of the stuff was like over the top, which I didn't feel like that because it's all supposed to be like dreams and fantastical creatures and stuff, right? But um, some of the stuff, the, the 10 to 20% of the effects that I wasn't into was basically like you it would go from being like, this is really actually a dream I'm having to, 
this is a made for TV, like sci-fi original for like five seconds. And then it would go back and you're yeah. just like, that was jarring. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, but I mean, overall, I think it's a fantastic show. Um, I haven't read the comic, which makes me hesitant to like, just blatantly be like, this is the best thing ever. Um, yeah. but I know you've read some, right? No, I have not read any. You haven't of the read Sandman any of it? comic. Oh, no. you haven't? Oh, it okay. has always been. It has been for as long as I have been reading comics. It has been on my list. Okay, of to read. Yeah, we should probably like get it and read it. Yeah, I was literally like, after I finished it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna order all the comics now. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to spend five hundred dollars today. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a, that was one of the most interesting uh, subreddit uh, comments that I read today about about Sandman was like this person was like yeah I'm a big fan of the MCU but I've never read any Marvel comic books I watched the Sandman this weekend and I've already ordered all the books <laughs> and I was like damn like I don't think it's like better than the entirety of the MCU but it's pretty fucking good yeah yeah I think so like I think it's pretty solid um I love the way that like there, there were a few things I may, m might have done differently, but I don't know that that's actually... I'm not as so sure of that as I usually am. Yeah, sure. Because, like, the pacing of the series is so weird, but still, like, maintains what it what it needs to. Like, it still, it still enthralls you. It still, like, draws you yeah. in. Like, the pacing is just very interesting, and it was so, like... Like, I because I watched the first five episodes and I watched the next five episodes like yeah. the next day. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't, I didn't take a bunch of time to do it. I was pretty much like, as soon as I could sit down for another five hours. And like, the second time I sat down, I was like, okay, I got time to watch two episodes and I got to do these things. And then and I watched was like, five episodes. I fuck those things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to finish right. this. So, uh, so like, I really loved the pacing, which makes me reluctant to think that the things I would have done differently would have been the right call. Yeah. Because like as a whole, I feel like the series flows really well. Um, I think so too. And it's different. It's literally a comic book. Yeah. Like that's, that's the fucked up thing with the pacing. Yeah. Because basically it's like, here's an arc. Yeah. And we have a little thing playing in the background. It's it's your your classic like Claremont or you know there's other writers that have used it. Um you know A plot B plot C plot. Yeah. You're you're focusing on A, you're giving quite a bit of time to B and you're teasing C. Yeah. And then when you move to B, it becomes the A, C becomes the B, start start teasing D. And it's like yeah. teasing D. <laughs> uh <laughs> Got to tease the D. Got to tease the D. <laughs> um, Got to tease the C too. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't think the they, I don't think like it when you call it the C though. <laughs> Not the cunt, the clitoris. <laughs> You're getting married, dude. You should probably it. know where that is. <laughs> I um, thought it was made up. Oh God, I feel sorry for her. Um, but anyway. <laughs> This got weird. Um, <laughs> not my fault. Um, so, like, that's kind of how 
this whole show is, right? Yeah. Because you've got like the first few episodes are like an arc, basically yeah. like a like a three book arc. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how it plays out. It's like three or four episodes. Yeah. And then is I would it two say or three? Two or three episodes, the something fir- like that. So like the way you're I, I like the way you're breaking it down. Yeah. But I would say the first episode is a prelude because the first yeah. episode the first episode is almost always set up right yeah but this is different because the first episode of this feels much more like a prelude than it does just the setup yeah it does all the setup but you still get a full resolved story out of the first episode yes and like i was immediately like i don't know what you're doing but i'm here for it yeah Let's fucking keep going. Yeah. And then you get like, and then you get like a nice three episode arc. Yeah. And it's got like this, it's got the whole show has like the D plot going underneath it. Right. Until like the last like two or three episodes. And then like, but like, it's like, okay, we're doing this arc, but we're teasing this thing and it might be another arc, but it might also just be one episode. Yeah. Just like a comic book, because usually like a comic book, it'll either go from arc to arc to arc and they'll like kind of be connected. But really, it's like separate stories. But sometimes it'll be like, here's an arc. okay, and then we're going to change artists and writers and everything. So there's going to be this (laughs) random book in the middle that has nothing to do with anything, but it's going to tease the story that the editor has has for the whole year on this book so like it's still going to be the same but this other part is just like you know the x-men go to the mall you know um but learn a life story from the guy at the kiosk so like that there's like a couple of episodes like that they're not they're not filler they aren't filler no they're not filler they're not filler it's 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 like a more well crafted version of some of the supernatural filler that we always talk about yeah cuz like this the supernatural filler episodes some of those are like the best episodes in the show yeah right and there's a reason that they're so good. It's because, the, like, the plot is very intriguing. Yeah. And then also, like, Sam and Dean or whoever is the main characters of it, because sometimes it's, like, Cass and Crowley or some shit. Yeah. Right. Or five teens <clears throat> with a camcorder. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that episode is whack. Um, One of the best. Yeah. But, like, you, you, there's, like, it's almost like a, you know, a, a cartoon that has the the moral story, right? Yeah. But in in Sandman it's like you learn something about either Sandman or one of these characters that's been setting up, yeah. getting set up, right? Or and, somebody learns something that's important. Yeah. And, to and like it, their character, right? Like, and it <sighs> informs later later episodes of the show. So it's like very well plotted out but also plotted out like a comic book. Yeah. And episodic, you know, they fit. This is a book. Because, like, there's a couple that are, like, standalone stories. Yeah. And it's just, like, a conversation between two characters. Except for, you know, every other scene is, like, setting up the next episode or the the last three episodes. Yeah. And you're just, like, this is watching a comic book. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, that, that, that was one, like, so... There's been a common complaint as far as like storytelling goes with Netflix originals, and it's that you almost every Netflix original has a lull in the middle. Sure. 
And it's like, because you have like... Yeah, what Kripke said. <laughs> they don't know how to fucking make TV. <laughs> been writing, I've been writing 23 episodes for these numbskulls <laughs> for 20 years. Yeah. And these so, guys want to come make a 10-hour movie. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like 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 you get you you get a lull a lot of times in these Netflix originals in the middle. And sure. it's just it, it it either is like kind of boring or like it's just not interesting enough or it doesn't like resolve in a way that's interesting. Or it's exposition dump. Or it's whatever. exposition dump or mm-hmm. it's filler. Mm. There is like when you if you haven't seen it when you go to see it, you're going to like understand exactly what we're talking about. Cause like in the middle of the season, you're like, wait, what is going on? And then you still have fun for like the next few episodes. And it's yeah. great. And it's mm-hmm. amazing. Cause it's like, it's still important to the characters. It's still like important parts of the story, but it is, it is still typically if it would have been any other show, it it would I would consider it the lull of the season. Yeah, but it's so fucking interesting that it's actually probably one of the more interesting parts segments of the season. Yeah, and I like, think I think like other shows do something similar as far as like what they're trying to do. Yeah, because that's always the part. Like like I said, exposition dump. It's where you you're you're like learning about the the either the protagonist or the antagonist or you're like there's some kind of character change or growth or something yeah but they don't write it well enough so it's not interesting so then it becomes like a a lull in the action where like you have you have the first couple episodes that like bring you in so they're like all action-packed or very interesting and then they're like okay now i have to like make this character mean something and then they like trip over themselves because they don't know how to do it yeah, and then or they the like finale don't... is very action packed or whatever. Yeah, or like they treat the middle like it's something that they like have I mean, to like do. They have to do when they're they... like, I have to do this so they understand the character better. Yeah. So then, like the writer's not into it, so then they don't use it as like a, a monumental moment. To, they don't like, have really an interesting anything. thought to do it. You know, they don't have yeah. an interesting thought to propel it. Yeah. Where like these are interesting thoughts that became character development yeah so it's it's i think it's fantastic yeah as far it, as like the the pacing of it of the whole show is is i, I love yeah, we're it. still talking about pacing yeah Fuck, dude like yeah, i know like someone once told me that like the greatest thing they ever did was taking a neil gaiman storytelling class and like i never really understood like maybe how important that is but like after watching this like this is fucking masterful like it's pretty the good storytelling is the the like i have almost no issue with any of the storytelling and like the pacing and like the the way the show goes like i don't i don't really have an issue with the show other than like some of it is kind of cheesy but it's also like super whimsical at points so then like i don't mm. i don't even know that i don't like the yeah i think bits. it's supposed to be I yeah think, i, I th- I'm not, I haven't read the, the, so like one of the, 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 uh, criticisms, because it wasn't really a complaint, it was more of a criticism that I've seen, uh, Mm -hmm. was that they stripped a lot of the horror elements out of, of the show. Yeah. Um, which like, there's a couple episodes where I was like legit uncomfortable, like as far as like what was happening, like just like the 
characters were making me uncomfortable. But um, they were talking about it wasn't like gory enough or wasn't like like cruel enough like what couple of the characters weren't cruel enough yeah um so i thought that was interesting it makes me want to read the comic because like then i wonder if some of the more whimsical stuff is like not as whimsical and more like more more uh, goth, more goth, gothic like yeah so grim, I, th- I think grim fairy tale yeah i think the show does a really good job of like weaving in like that kind of like that that gothic tone while also like still like being whimsical yeah like and i think a lot of that is like sturgeon and his portrayal of sandman because like he and like and it's like the the fucking the dynamic of him being in like some of the more whimsical scenes is like jarring but yeah but like in a good way yeah like and like these two things exist yeah and they have to like they have to, you know, yeah, work together or like, yeah. I I don't know that I would have like. I'm usually not like. If there's gore, there's gore. If there's not gore, there's not gore. Like I do. If there's like a stabbing or whatever, I do expect like a certain amount of blood. Sure. But like, I don't know that I would have like at least for this season. If it gets darker as we go, that'd be great. Fuck. Yeah. Because like it's not necessarily like it has dark aspects and like yeah. the, f- the first episode starts off pretty fucking dark uh and then like it kind of like trails off a little and then kind of comes back and like it's just very interesting one episode that's very dark but apparently it was supposed to be much darker oh yeah yeah was it one of the latter episodes no it was one of the middle episodes oh like the episode, like yeah. the episode, yeah. That episode's so good. It's supposed to be much darker than that, apparently. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. see how. I, see. I mean, I could see. We're how doing that the thing that we darker. were worried about. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode that's very like, what the fuck? Uh, apparently, like, so a lot of the stuff that I read, because like you were talking about, you went and like went into a couple of uh, Reddit threads and they were like very just people being stupid. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of the ones that I read were like actually kind of constructive. They were like, yeah, so like this is great and this is great. I kind of didn't like this, but I understand why they did it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people were just like, oh man, if you guys haven't read it, I can't wait for like more stuff to happen because the, if they're doing it the way they seem to be doing it, which like the way they're doing it is they're like actually sort of adapting stuff in order of this book. Yeah. So like people are like, know kind of what's coming, like what, if they continue to do it in order, they're going to be like, okay, this arc is coming. That one's awesome. This one's fucking crazy. I can't wait for that one. And like stuff like that. And people were fucking hyping each other up. And like, that's the kind of stuff I like to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my, that, that is my worry with the storytelling. Cause the storytelling is like, is so dynamic and like kind of different, like it's similar to other stuff, but like, it's so different. Yeah, it's in very the different. way it's told that like I I I'm fearful that the general audience is not going to get reeled in. Yeah, and uh, and like I'm I'm the the thing that concerns me is that the main character is 
mostly unrelatable. Like you, there's like times when you can relate to dream. Yeah. But there's other times where you're just like, what the fuck? Uh, that thing that you told me that Cassie said specifically (laughs) was like, there's a part where he does something and like, it's not cool, but it's like, it's, it's, it's Dr. It's defender strange killing America Chavez. (laughs) i have to kill you to save the multiverse okay uh and cassie was like what the fuck i thought he was supposed to be a good guy (laughs) And, and it's very interesting because like the character is like trying to do what needs to be done but like I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know. I see. I I think yeah. I I get I get what you're saying too. Like is, I I think the main character is like super relatable, but that also might be me throwing myself under a weird bus. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, and I I and his like his portrayal of the character like I don't I don't even know like. From what I've read, like I said, I haven't read the Sandman comics, but like I enjoyed his performance. And then I guess like he, I guess like fans of the comic is like thoroughly enjoying his performance as well. So like that's pretty awesome to see. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked that that's like people are liking it. Okay, that's the thing that I wanted to know, and that's fucking awesome. I'll show you later. There's there's like some random like. Like, if you've ever read super old Silver Age DC comics, like, little random uh, Easter egg stuff. Yeah. That's pretty great. And I don't know if, like like we said, we haven't read the books, so we don't know if that's in the comic itself, which would be pretty fantastic, too, uh, that they adapted it and, like, left that stuff in. Yeah. But Yeah, so like uh obviously we're going to highly recommend that you watch The Sandman. This is our recommendation segment and yes. short review. Short. Yeah. Shortish. Um I do want to rate the first season. Uh My rating is I'm already ready to rewatch it. And yeah. that is not a thing that yeah. I usually do. Same. That's quick. Like I think the last show I watched that I rewatch that I've rewatched that I'm going to have rewatched this quick would be the first season of Game of Thrones and uh every time a new Daredevil season came out. So like and only the first season of Game of Thrones. Like I, I watched all of it, but like the first season is fucking prime. Yeah. So I remember watching, I watched the first season of Game of Thrones so many fucking times. Like, I don't even know that I took a break. I'm pretty sure it was just like, oh, it's over. I'm going to restart it. Yeah, I think I watched <laughs> like, that like three or four times when it came out. Yeah, I did that with Daredevil season one. Like, and and now I'm going to do that with Sandman. I'm probably going to rewatch it again this week. I also want to pump those hours up. Yeah, go watch it so that they make season two and three and basically Gaiman's been like, yeah, I mean, if you guys watch it, we're going to make every comic of it into a show. 
Yeah, and he's like <laughs> he's he's wanted to do this for a long time. Like it's just never worked out to where yeah. like people have come to him and been like, "Hey, can we make this?" And I'm pretty sure every time he's been like, uh, "Am I helping?" And they're like, "No," and he's like, "The no." <laughs> so like, yeah. I'm uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm so glad that we have this. I love it. I would uh so as a rating as an actual numbered rating um I think I want to give it a 9.5 That's fair. I I would also give it a 9.5. Yeah. This is a fantastic first season of a show. Yeah. I It's so you you super get good. you get to know enough characters and like like it primarily focuses on the Sandman, Morpheus, Morpheus. But uh, you still get to know, like, so many other characters and, like, you feel like you're in this huge world already just from, like, season one. And, like, it's wild. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So what else did you watch this week? Uh, I watched the new Neil Patrick Harris show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's called Uncoupled. Um, Neil Patrick Harris plays a 43 year old gay man uh, and I don't remember the name of the guy that he's with in the beginning of the show uh, but it's called Uncoupled so in the first episode they break up and it's kind of about uh, him as a 43 year old man navigating the dating life after so, having been in a relationship for, for 17 years 17 years holy shit yeah uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's it's interesting. Um, I thought I was like super proud of Netflix for, which like usually it's not a problem for them. Like they they have like plenty of uh, LGBTQ uh, 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 content um, where they don't really shy away from stuff. Um, there are a few pretty graphic scenes, uh, which was interesting. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I mean, I would recommend it. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I was 8.5 out of 10. I felt like it could have been, like, funnier. Uh, but I also might not have gotten some of the humor. Sure. Because, I mean, obviously it's not made for me, but <laughs> I, I did enjoy it. It was fun. Cool. I saw a couple scenes that looked like it was funny. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's very, I, I will say, if you're like a huge How I Met Your Mother fan, it is very uh, jarring to to have been the last thing that I seen him in. Well, it wasn't the last thing. Matrix Revolutions was the last thing, but... Do you count that? No. Okay. Eh. 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 Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is jarring to, like, because you're watching it and you're like, oh, shit, Barney. And then, no, it's not no, Barney. Not Barney. Like, he's an entirely different character. He's still no Patrick Harris, and he has a style to his acting but um yeah but i definitely recommend it wow sorry i'm reading about sandman i'm obsessed now <laughs> um yeah so i just watched old stuff oh yeah not old old but i watched like the first uh mission impossible movie oh that's interesting i I think is the best one. (laughs) 
I mean, it's still. I feel like that's probably fair. Still, I, like actually, a spy movie. Yeah, it's the only one I remember actually liking. Yeah, it's not. It wasn't just like an excuse for Tom to do crazy dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, and make millions of dollars. Yeah, to just stay alive long enough to make another Top Gun movie. Yeah, that's also like just making so much money. Who likes Tom Cruise? What know. is happening? I, I haven't seen the new Top Gun movie. Uh, so we weren't supporting it. No. I mean, not that I hate him or hate yeah. Top Gun, but I was just like, was like, whatever, I don't care. I'm kind of, I'm more so like indifferent, I guess, toward yeah. him. Like, it's like, oh, new Tom Cruise movie. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I watched that and then I watched Chips. Uh, the like Dave's band? No, oh. sorry, Dave. Love you, Dave. Um, the uh, God damn it! Who the fuck? Those people that are in it, uh, Dak Shepard and uh, yeah, I the, can't isn't the other dude the guy from fucking Ant Man? Yes. Fuck! What's his name? I know his name. I don't know. I ruined the illusion that I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> I know you didn't. Michael Pena and yeah, Dax Shepard. Uh, it's also, it also has uh, Kingpin in it. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Huh. Uh, does he play a bad guy? Yeah, he does. I love when he plays a bad guy. Yeah, he's pretty fantastic. He's basically like biker Kingpin, sort of biker cop kingpin and then you get to the last 30 minutes of the movie and you find out he's actually still the guy from the cell no fuck <laughs> no they literally like show up at like a, a gym that he's working out in and he's like bench pressing like 350 pounds <laughs> Okay, so how many scenes are there in existence where Dude, Vincent D'Onofrio is just like, pressing an obscene amount of weight? I have no idea. <laughs> it's non-zero, which is crazy <laughs> to me. Dude's like six foot eight or some shit and like looks like a fucking bear and like just like, yeah, just have a... You want me to look tough? Just have me bench press. We'll get some fake weights. Like, no, don't worry about it. We'll just, we'll just shoot it in my gym. <laughs> like, what? You're fat, though. Yeah, but, like, I'm stupid strong. Very sturdy. Very yeah. sturdy man. That sounds like a Coen Brothers movie. The very, very sturdy, sturdy man. man starring Vincent D'Onofrio. That's free. You guys, go ahead, make it. You're we'll welcome. watch. Yeah. Um... Who else is in this? Adam Brody's in it. Uh, uh, Malcolm's mom is in it. From Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, and I don't know if those are actually her tits or not, but... <laughs> good for her. <laughs> if they are. There it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a lot of boobs in that movie. Is I, there? Yeah, lots of boobs. Is it rated R? Yes. Maybe I should watch it. Uh, rated R, hour and 40 minutes, 2017. Hmm. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. It's it's funny. But you've least. given me three things I want to see. Yeah. Michael Pena. Yeah. 
Vincent D'Onofrio lifting weights. Yeah. And Malcolm's mom's tits. There's also like a lot of talking about eating ass. <laughs> dude, this movie is fucking weird, dude. Is this why it was like the last in the series of movies made? It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not chips. But uh, what's his fuck is in it at the end? Uh, uh, Goddamn. Uh, what's his fucking name? The guy that was either. in chips. Yeah. Uh, that all the older moms loved. Yeah, what the fuck is ah, his name? What is his name? Hold on, I hit back and it's like, oh yeah, you meant to like Eric Estrada. Yeah, Eric Estrada is in it in the like the last minute while they're talking about eating ass. <laughs> it's fucking weird as hell, man. <laughs> it's so funny though. It's it's a funny movie. If you like Dax Shepard, you'll like it. I do like Dax Shepard. Yeah. He always cra- he always he's always cracked me up. I always thought he should get more roles than what he's gotten. I think he just has like such a unique look that and it's not like pretty that it like messes with him. He should play Richard Ryder. I feel like I've said that before. I'm into that. Yeah. He's also like jacked in this movie. Like not like big, but like shredded. Yeah. I th- he typically stays like pretty shredded. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see him naked a lot. He I, I follow Kristen Bell on Instagram. Oh, she's in this too. Oh, is she? Yeah. Is this where no, I think they were together before that. What year yeah. just come out? Two thousand seventeen? Oh yeah. Oh, that's not as old as I thought it was. Mm. That was older. She, you don't see her naked, but I mean, that's fine. I wouldn't want to disrespect Dax. He's full of shit. (laughs) He wouldn't care. He'd be like, yeah, dude, jerk off to my wife. (laughs) He's totally wearing like, she's, she's wearing like the most spectacular push-up bra in existence though. (laughs) Like the entire movie. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. There's lots of boobies in this movie. Boobies make the world go round. I don't know. No, no, Fat no. bottom girls. That's what that actually is. Yeah. Uh, okay. You want to <laughs> rate it? You want to give it a number? Chips? Yeah. Yeah, like a seven and a half. I mean, it's <laughs> it's amusing and there's lots of tits in it, but that doesn't mean it's a good movie. movie. <laughs> like, Okay. Ah. That's fair. Ah. <laughs> there's some weird shit. There's some weird stuff in it, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Hmm. Nothing to write home about. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible. I I give that an eight. Oh, okay. That's a legit movie. Negative two for having Tom Cruise in it. No, <laughs> no. Just like it's not like there are better spy thrillers. Negative two for killing Seth Green too soon. Seth Green, not Seth Green. Emilio Estevez. Is it Emilio Estevez? Yeah. yeah, it is Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Dies in the first like twenty minutes of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, the, almost the whole cast dies in the first twenty <laughs> minutes of that movie. It's pretty awesome. That's like my favorite thing about that movie. Is it's just like you're like, oh yeah, okay, this is the main cast, and then they all fucking die, and you're just like, yeah, I feel like well, that was fuck. <laughs> I feel like that was one of the earlier times that happened too. Like, yeah. And then you find out some of it's a trick. 
I'm, I mean, I don't think I'm ruining uh, ruining a movie from like 1999 or some shit. Yeah. When did that come out? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna say 98. I think 98 might be right. No, oh, 96. Oh. Hmm. That's a Brian De Palma movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't realize that. That guy's done some crazy ass movies. Uh, Carrie. Uh, Scarface. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wise Guys, Untouchables. Uh, Fucking Carlito's Way. Mission Impossible. (laughs) Snake Eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did Domino. Ah, Domino's such a good fucking movie. That's like the best movie you've named. I don't know. Snake Eyes is pretty dope. I want to watch Snake Eyes. What the fuck is that on? I haven't watched that movie in a long time. Snake Eyes is pretty good. Oh, we're talking about the Nicolas Cage Snake Eyes, by the way. Some Uh, of these he also wrote. Like, he wrote Snake Eyes and directed it. Oh, that's cool. But Domino, man, fuck. Domino's a good movie. Epics? Fuck off. I watched that movie so many times. Paramount Plus? Fuck off. (laughs) Or you can rent it on Prime. What about Domino? I still need to watch. Oh. Apparently, Snake Eyes came out this week, 24 years ago. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, Snake Eyes. (laughs) It was random. (laughs) That is a different Domino movie. Oh. Not the Domino movie I love. Nope. Oh. The fuck Domino movie is it? It came out in 2019. Oh, yeah, that's not. Is it international? Yeah, it's international. Mm. Stars Nikolaj Kosterwaldu. Okay. Soren Malling and Sus Wilkins. Their first name's Sus. <laughs> it's only 90, 89 minutes. Wait, what's the synopsis? A Copenhagen police officer seeks justice for his partner's murder of by a mysterious man. Oh, okay. Never mind. I haven't seen that. I saw did, a weird did, movie. Did with... Palma get canceled? Oh. Is he like living in Polanski's fucking bathhouse? Well, it goes from Passion in 2012 to Domino in 2019 for filmography. Huh. I don't think he worked on an 89 minute movie for seven years. Dude, that better be one hell of an 89 minute movie. Yeah, right. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Is that all we got for the, this week? I think so. Yeah, all right. Sorry for the short episode, guys. Or you're welcome for the short episode. Is it? I don't think it's actually short anymore. I think we talked enough about random shit that we stretched it out into over an hour. 
just slightly over an hour though we're <laughs> we're closer to the one hour mark than we are the two hour mark yeah which the last two episodes have been the other way but that yeah. wasn't intentional yeah we also alien covenant will not come out this week it yeah. will be out next week as we deal with our doorknob licking situation yeah i i don't know i i try to tell them not to lick the doorknobs but then i like the doorknob and they gotta just do it after i lick it and then everybody gets sick you made that way more disgusting <laughs> We all lick now the we're licking the same doorknob at the same time. We're like sequentially serial <laughs> door lickers. I do not have a new kink. <laughs> we aren't putting the whole doorknob in our mouth. It's just a little ah, that made my teeth hurt. Yeah, it's like a light bulb. You can't like actually. What get movie it is like that out. where they he like fucking shoves the dude face? One dude shoves another dude's face onto a doorknob and then kicks him in the bottom of the jaw. I don't know. That sounds awesome, though. Fuck is that? It's like fucking curb stomping somebody with a door. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's fucking brutal. Anyway. Thanks Uh, for coming, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening to the DQP Weekly yeah. I'm not your boy, Dave. Not your boy. And this is actually uh, our producer, Russell. Yes. I'm going to go eat my crunch wrap now. And while I eat my crunch wrap, you should look <laughs> us up on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter under Drafty Quarters Productions. Also, you can search at DraftyQ. Uh, you can donate $1 to us on Patreon under our general tier, our general support tier. Uh, we would appreciate that. We are vying for new uh, equipment uh, headphones. We don't have them on because something's wrong with our monitoring system. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, email us questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, uh, ideas of what maybe you want to hear us review on the movies episode after we uh, wrap up the Alien Predator stuff. Yeah, we're about um, halfway through. Yeah. A little over halfway through. I think yeah. there's more alien than there is Predator. Yeah, there, there are. Um, so, yeah. You know, uh, or if you just have, uh, you know, stuff, email us. Write me a copy. Send it in to our email. Yeah. I, we need I'll to start it. doing the fucking copy again <laughs> because apparently somebody needs it when they're rolling on four hours of sleep Yeah, in the last Sometimes. 48. Yeah, 39. Why are you... 48 is two days. Did you sleep the other nine hours? Well, no. It, so like, it doesn't sound as impressive when you say 16 sleep. out of... <laughs> the, the, the sleep rolled in to the 48, right? Mm-hmm. And then so then there was the start of the 39 hours. And then in, in there, I slept like maybe four hours. So I woke up. Which Send started. us an email, draftyq at gmail.com, if you think that Russell's way of telling time and how long he slept in the last 48 hours makes absolutely no sense. I work third shift. That doesn't mean you don't have 24-hour days, though. That's how days work. I mean, sometimes they don't feel like it. Sometimes they feel like 36-hour days. Not like as a general feeling. I mean, I feel like a 36-hour stint, uh, eight hours of sleep in a 36-hour stint is normal. 
Email us. Tell us how fucked up Russell's sleep schedule is. <laughs> if you know me, you're aware. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks. thanks for listening. Thanks. See Bye. you guys. Catch you on the flip side. That should be the thing. That's good. I was gonna say this is our sign off. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side, and then like that, you know. Yeah. We gotta put the gla- sunglasses on, like Rocco, though. Yeah. He Catch you on the flip side. The modern life. That's different, Rocco. But okay. Leave it all in, Barry. Fuck it. Oh, were you talking about like Rocco, like Rocco? No, Elmo's Rocco. No, I was talking about the Rocco that gets shot in the basement. Why are there guns on Sesame Street, dude? That's a rough street. You know what Rocco I'm talking about, right? You're just playing. No, I actually don't know what Rocco you're talking about. Rocco and fucking uh, Boondock Saints. Oh, he's like calls him. He's like, catch you on the flip side. Yeah, he puts yeah, sunglasses yeah. on. Yeah, and he kills all the dudes yeah. in the diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I watched that movie like twice, and then everyone told me how great of a movie it was for the rest of my life, and I couldn't stand to watch it again. I mean, it's a good movie, but it's not like a good movie. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Should we the rule of the wrist? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done here. <laughs>